Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkouts. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, yeah. exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work. We'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. <laughs> Every single day. Love the liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? I would say double. I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Yeah! Talking about expressvpn.com slash Nooners. Love ExpressVPN. You've got to have a VPN in today's world or you're not living your life right, brother. People are going to start stealing your passwords, all your bank info, everything. And I know most of you are probably thinking, uh, why don't you just use incognito mode? Let me tell you something. Incognito mode doesn't hide your activity. Doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why when I'm at home, I never go online without using Express VPN. Huge fan. I've had it for years. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background uh, of all my computers and my laptops and my phones, and it's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, like I was saying, phones, computers, uh, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you not to be using it right now. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash nooners, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash nooners. Expressvpn.com slash nooners. Head there to learn more. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross Patterson Revolution! Brought to you by BlackRifleCoffee.com Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross Patterson Revolution! 
It happened. It fucking happened. What? Yodel boy. Oh boy. Sahara tent. Coachella. <laughs> oh, okay. Coachella. Uh-huh. All the feels. Mm-hmm. All the feels. Those of you who follow me at, at ST James, ST James on Instagram, I'm not gonna say it's the best Instagram on the planet, but it is. Uh, I did a video on Friday uh, after we recorded the show. Mm-hmm. And I said, I, some friends of mine in LA in the music industry were like, hey man, I know you're a huge Yodel Boy fan. You're not going to fucking believe this, but he's, he's coming to play Coachella. And I was like, what? No. No. This can't, this can't be. But I'm not there. And I'm not there. Right. And, I, and, and make no mistake about it. This, this year's Coachella lineup was less than desired to me. So okay. I, I didn't really, I didn't, I didn't have FOMO this time. Right? I, didn't, I was like, eh, I, I didn't really want to be there. Then that happened. Right. Imagine being on pure MDMA. <laughs> I mean, you're. And what if you were one of the people that like were actually good surprised? Half hour in. Yeah, you yeah. don't know. And yeah. you're at the Sahara tent, mm-hmm. raging your dick off. Sure. You saw the crowd. Ugh. It was I mean, there was. It looked like it was 100,000 people lined up to see Yodel Boy, including Justin Bieber. <laughs> who talked to him afterwards. There's, there's pics with him and Yodel Boy. Um, Boy. And he comes out. It's so goddamn loud. I posted the video on my, my Instagram. It's, and, and on the Ross Patterson Revolution Facebook page. I posted it. It's so loud there. I, this, this kid can barely hear himself. And I've been on a stage where you can't hear yourself. Right. It's, it's a fucking nightmare. Because you have no idea what your own voice sounds like. And I don't think... That kid was prepared with like earpieces or any of that shit. Yeah. And he crushed it. Crushed the performance. Uh, not only that, was giving out like winks and uh, oh. invisible six shooters. He's a professional. Ooh, He's a yodel professional. boy, tell him. Uh, big, big boy move. I was, I would have been fine going to Coachella for just that. For just yodel boy. I would have. Here's what I would have wanted to happen. We accidentally go or like get talked into going and we're just like, oh, like it's okay. I mean, obviously there's going to be some stuff we'll like. And then we just like kind of pop over. You always walk by the Sahara tent to go get your drinks and use the bathroom at that one. There's a really nice clean VIP VIP over there. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you walk past it always and you're just like, oh. So what I wanted to have happen. The Sahara tent is this. It is a hardcore tripping extravaganza. So everyone in there. It's usually DJs uh, heavy on the EDM. If if you're a a hardcore like drug, like MDMA user, Molly, any of that shit, you want you. That's where you're at probably most of the day. Yeah, that's that's the candy necklace, like uh, Vicks, Vicks blowers, yep. like the whole like a lot of real rave. Yeah, the real rave scene. You bet. Outside of that is like you know Lindsay Lohan or whoever walking around with their flower, their flower crowns or whatever it may yeah. be. Yep. And then that's the other Coachella. The Sahara tent is for hardcore trippers. Oh, yeah. And so it's fun to pop in there every once in a while. So what I wanted to have happen is to be like, oh, we went. Nothing really big. I guess we're waiting for Beyonce, whatever. Not really. Beyonce. Who brought out uh, Destiny's Child. Yeah, that's cool. But um, I'm not into I'm not into her Coachella ex- um, no, me performance. No, me neither. 
Uh, everybody else was like, oh, it's Baychella and fucking awesome. Mm. Um, they have to. They they have to say that. It's like I said on the last show. Well, I, I saw it. I caught, I caught some highlights of it. it. It's like I said on the last show or the show before, whatever it was. I said this. Beyonce is not a Coachella artist that it's like she's too overproduced. It's great in an arena. Mm-hmm. Great to see it in an arena and, and the sound quality and all that shit. I don't think, and I'm not shitting on Beyonce at all because she's a no, you're not allowed to. She's do that. not only that, She'll but, kill you. but to be She'll kill you. to be honest, she's probably the greatest female performer in the world right now, mm-hmm. and she really gives it her all in her stage performances. The problem is at a Coachella that you know that you've got 150,000 people, you can't appreciate all the shit she's doing because you're yeah. too far back or off to the side or whatever, so you can't see the intricacies of really what she does in the dance and all that stuff that goes into it. That's what I meant by that statement. Um, and, it, and when I saw the highlights, it was exactly like I thought, you know, if you're close up to it and you can see all you of that saw shit it from a camera that was like front state, like on stage. Yeah. So yeah, it looked awesome, but that's not where you would be. No, you'd be way in the back. You wouldn't be able to hear. You wouldn't be able to see. Right. Um, but anyways, let me finish my dream. And so I would walk by. Yeah. Sarah sorry, for, sorry for cutting you off on your dream. I know I, dream I love when people tell me about their dreams. <laughs> <laughs> you do too, right? So I had this crazy dream. Big fan. Oh, I just shut down. You oh. too? I just, oh, yep. my mind goes blank. Anyway, so I, I walk by. Yodel Boy starts. Yeah. So you and me are surprised. We're completely surprised. Sure. Caught off guard. Caught off guard. Maybe we drop like a little, maybe we each take a little half right. of Molly right. at that point. Right. Boom. Yodel Boy. Then... Behind us, Swedish house. Ah. You know what I mean? Like that that would be the dream. Right. Where you're actually surprised. The thing is, like, we weren't, we knew it was gonna come, we were watching it, but I was thinking about the people that like didn't know it was happening and Yodel Boy comes out. That's where you Amazing. Yeah. That's where you wanna be. Yeah. But you can't have FOMO because you wouldn't have been there. Like you would have known. Yeah. You would have been prepared for it. Kind of like a hologram Tupac. Where Yes, we didn't know. We didn't know. And, and we you were like, what? We were there and then yeah. it just popped up. And, your and you're mind like, what the fuck? melts off and you're like, is yeah. it really him? Yeah, yeah. this is great. Um, but uh, Swedish House Mafia didn't. There was no big band that was like the surprise performer either. Uh, the other thing that everybody was bitching about was because um, they do this awesome live stream on YouTube. And they've been doing it for maybe the last three or four years. And it's great. Quality's great. Sounds great. Their camera angles are fantastic. Like, YouTube's really starting to dial in their shit. And um, uh, people tune in because they're not there or they couldn't be yeah. there or whatever. Uh, I, I tuned in for you know some of the bands I wanted to see. Eminem was the only one that didn't live stream. I mean, it was his choice, and he said, I'm not doing it. Oh, Eminem. God, that, that guy. God, you just keep can getting he make worse. himself any more hated at this point to everyone? He just wants to not have, he only wants to have like this really small, diehard group of fans, I guess. I guess. Well, congratulations. <laughs> and he You're wants on to your really, way. Ins- most people want to broaden. Ugh. Yeah, he yeah, wants yeah. to narrow. He wants to narrow it down. He wants to cut down, he wants to cut out a huge number of his loyal fans. Yeah. Because even the richest musicians in the world, Jay Z and Beyonce, are still going on a tour together to broaden their audience and their shit. Sure. Like, um, and they're opening onesie twosies for each other. Like, right. It doesn't get any better than that. Like, right. that, That's amazing to broaden your audience. And Jay-Z's fucking 40 
46 now? What What is he? Like 46, 47? Yeah. He's still broadening his audience at 47. Yeah. You, you want to grow as an artist or just be a fucking weird artist. Like, um, you know. Can't go backwards. Whatever. Fuck him. Uh, but we got some sponsors. We got a we got a crazy show to talk about because something happened today that is your worst nightmare. You haven't checked the news, so I'm just gonna read this to you live and then okay. get your genuine reaction to it. <laughs> because all I can imagine Can't is wait. if I was with you during this, boy, I don't I don't even know. Um, yeah, we'll get to the sponsors first, and then we'll get to it. First okay. and foremost, we're talking about BlackRifleCoffee.com. Black Rifle Coffee is a premium roast-to-order coffee. What does that mean? That means they make it fresh in-house. They bag that shit up and then ship it out to you. Uh, A lot of these motherfuckers out there are just rebagging shit. Um, You can go out and buy cheap, shitty coffee beans and then have it later. And and it happened to me and uh, with a couple companies uh, that I know of where they were like, oh, we've got fresh coffee now. And I'm like, do you? Like, how are you? And they were like, oh, we're getting these shitty beans. And then I'm like, fuck you, dude. Um, one of them you know, and uh, I'll tell you off air. Okay. Uh, oh, the a company. Yeah. Do I know them? Yes, you do. Do I follow them because I hate them so yes, much? Yes, you do. I cannot bring myself to unfollow them. Do you have people like that? I do, I do. But so with with them, they are rebagging coffee. Yep. Which means they're just buying cheap beans, putting mm-hmm. it in a package, mm-hmm. and then shipping out. And it sucks. And uh, a, a, I found out like a, like a bunch of smaller companies are doing that because mm-hmm. it cuts down on costs. And it's like, I can, pr- I can promise you this. I've spent enough time over Black Rifle. They do not do that shit. And it shows in their coffee and their product. Um, whereas a lot of these motherfuckers, you, you, if you start seeing shit pop up like uh, around the thing and it, it's not Black Rifle... I wouldn't do it, man, because I you don't know where the fuck that shit's coming from. Yeah. Uh, go to BlackRifleCoffee.com. They got K-Cups. Uh, they got uh, bags. And use the promo code REVOLUTION for a one-time use of 20% off. I'd use it on the Coffee of the Month Club. Um, that's the, the jam across the board. Or their apparel. You can really fucking light up that Revolution promo code for 20% off on their apparel. It's great. And I'm sure people thought they were kind of crazy getting into the coffee game just because that is such a huge industry, right? It is, but yeah. But they decided to do it like the best that you can possibly do it. Well, and be and, like, yeah, and the reason, I know it's crazy. The reason why is uh, uh, Evan is a die, like a diehard. He loves the, it. The, 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 yes, he loves it. Like that's his life. Like he spends hours... And we've had them on the on our sister show, Drinking Bro, with these fucking brewing connoisseurs, and like he flies all over the world to test out the beans. Like that motherfucker's legit about it, because um, he knows there's so many people that are just bagging and like sending out. Or it, and he also loves coffee that much, and it's uh, yeah. And in turn, like that's rubbed off on the rest of us. Like we go to Matt's house, and he only fucking does the grind. You grind know. yourself. The, I mean, the you whole don't go by, process. You don't go by hand like Evan, but you'll grind the beans yourself. I would. Oh, French press. French it. press. I'm a K cup. Try to yeah. get it in me and get out the door. But coffee's great. Uh, anyways, I could go on for about Black Rifle forever. I'm a big fan. Um, go to BlackRifleCoffee.com. Promo code Revolution twenty percent off. Next up, we've got StrikeForceEnergy.com. Oh Boom. shit! Boom. Oh Boom. shit, girl. Um, strike force energy is, uh, that's, that's my pre-workout, um, pretty much every day. 
Um, I usually crash in the afternoon, throw a little uh, strike force in, try to hit the gym uh, on the way home, which you're always psyched about. <laughs> Me? Yeah, you're always psyched about that. Oh, uh, no, I'm just happy that you get a little time to yourself. Yeah. You know, that must be great. Uh, the problem, I, we, we talked about this, <laughs> the problem is this. Too many fucking emails and shit, like, that extends the gym time. Or I'll get stuck. Usually I'll get stuck in a phone call in the parking lot. That's the that's the reels of it. But uh, anyways, I'm always drinking Strike Force there. I keep it in my car. I keep it at work, uh, at my desk. And I'm always rocking the shit out of it. Dude, uh, the, the sequel for Night She Cries While He Rides His Steed... Um, uh, when darkness falls, he doesn't catch it. Is coming out August fourteenth, and uh, I've been burning the the midnight oil here on these last spell checks, drinking shit out of Strike Force. I uh, just want to give them a shout out. They got four amazing flavors: grape, original, lemon, and orange. And uh, they also got a seven fifty milliliter bottle that sits on your your bar top or countertop. You can boom boom pop a pop a couple of squirts in and motherfucking go. Go to StrikeForceEnergy.com. Use the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. They also have a uh, uh, subscription of the month jam as well, which, which we belong to. So go get it. Uh, next up, we got straightrazors.com. Ooh, That's a clean cut. That's a clean cut. That's a clean cut. Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah. Real clean cut. Mm-hmm. Straight razors. Uh, how do I love the uh, let me account the ways? Um, the ways were three yesterday. I bought uh, two new um, uh, aftershaves and I bought a, a, a new cologne and, and got it got it shipped to me. Re-upped. And it's funny, yeah, it's funny because Luke, Luke Webster owns a company. Great fucking guy. He uh, he was like, dude, you don't have to fucking order shit. And I'm like, no, Luke, I buy my own shit. I do use my own promo code though. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I use I use it. It's, That's uh, fair, I think. Yeah, because look that. They're to 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 buy like nice shaving equipment and gear and like you know their beard oils conditioners all, all that other shit because um, I have a mustache usually half the year um, and I use their mustache wax it 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 dude that twenty percent is a lot there that's all I'll say I, I and I love all their products their aftershave just try a bottle of their smolder aftershave if you think that I'm lying about any of this and if it's not your favorite. You can punch me right in the dick when you see me. Go to straightrazors.com, type in the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. That's a big savings there, and it's well worth it. Or, or buy your dad a kit for uh, Father's Day that's, that's coming up here around the counter. Get it, straightrazors.com, promo code REVOLUTION, 20% off. Last but not least, we're talking about the Caillou app. It's K-A-Y-U. Um, invented by two guys who were Green Berets out of Fort Bragg. And uh, they started an app with Facebook going down in flames. They're looking, uh, looking to get in the social media game. Um, go there. You can split vacations, uh, cost of vacations, living. You meet up with people, hook up with people, uh, stay with people. It combines travel, lodging, orbits, all that bullshit into one. And uh, there has been people banging off of it. You get to see their pictures and, uh, and you get to read ratings on them, which is awesome. Which is awesome. Try the Caillou app. It's free. Download it now on your iPhone or your Android or uh, whatever type of burner you're using. Who knows what your life is? Yeah. Have you found your your bestie, best girlfriend on there yet? No, not yet. Not yet. Mm. I got. I, I need mm. to I need to start putting. Yeah, out, you need uh, to start putting feelers. some feelers out. I mean, I think there was a football couple, season's around the bend. Yeah, there was a couple people that were down. Yeah, the the NFL, on the Instagram. The NFL draft is uh, next week. Maybe we could start then. 
There you go. Yeah, because that's a nice And we can draft your, your bets, bestie. Yeah, that's a nice three-day process. Um, and all the girls will be sitting at their homes, uh-huh. and like we'll have cameras on them. And when it's announced who you're picking. Right. I as, like that a lot. As your bestie. Drafting my bestie draft. And we yeah. have that kind of budget, right? Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah, set it up. Set, set it up. It up. <laughs> Did you imagine NFL draft night? I just draft my my new girl best friend, and it's me sitting with you, like pissed. Uh, just angry about it. It's gonna be a big night next uh, Thursday night, uh, eight o'clock prime time. I'm looking forward to it. It's gonna be a real good draft this year. A lot of good quarterback prospects. Um, and they got right now. I was watching the pre-draft thing today. They got uh, Baker Mayfield going at three to the New York Jets. Boy, that's a, that's that is a crash and burn type sitch, and I hope it happens. Yeah, him and him it. in New York City, Ooh. Ooh, with those fans, it. have it. fun, have yeah. fun, my man. Look, you're you're either a, a hero or a fucking uh, shit turd. So you're either a Namath or you're a jo- Johnny Football, or you're a Mark Sanchez. Yeah, you're a Namath or a Mark Sanchez. Sanchez yeah. was the last high-profiled quarterback to be drafted there. Mm-hmm. And that that worked out awful. I mean, just absolutely awful. Sure, 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 sure. I can't. I actually can't name a good quarterback that they've had since Namath. And that's a re- that's and real And what talk. I mean by good quarterback is that you can hold your liquor. All the way you around. You can be discreet about your women. Yep. You can be pimpy as shit, yep. but not be an asshole. Yeah. That's what I mean by Namath. Yeah, it's been a while since they've had anything resembling a good quarterback at the New York Jets. <laughs> so this will be a fun one this year. Really looking forward to that. Um, I want to I get to this story, though, that is your okay. worst nightmare. It just happened. Okay, what? Just happened. Um, a Southwest flight had an emergency landing. It was heading from New York City to Dallas. And a, uh, what happened was one of the engines exploded. Um, looks, it, it appears to be the left side of the plane. And when it exploded, a piece of shrapnel cracked one of the windows open oh and God. sucked out oh my uh, God. Uh, partially a female passenger at 35,000 feet. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Yeah. So oxygen mass came down. Everything came down. The passengers were holding on to the woman to keep her inside the plane. Oh, my God. Where's Jason Statham? Is he, on, is he where's, there? Where's Liam Neeson? Yeah. Um, is he there? Okay. What? So they did it. They, they were able to do it. But when you're at that height, like you're at that level on a plane to descent, you know, for an emergency landing, mm-hmm. which is what they had to do. And I, they ended up uh, landing safely eventually in Philadelphia. So it happened like right after takeoff in New York City. Okay. And it was going to Dallas. And uh, people were, uh, look, this, this is where shit gets, you find out who's who, like in real life. Like who, who's, who's a real fucking person in real life by what you do in an emergency situation like this. The people who grabbed this passenger and pulled her back in, fucking awesome. Obviously. There was a bunch of people who started crying. Mm-hmm. vomiting all over each other mm-hmm. and um this is no lie uh people were making emergency phone calls home mm-hmm. telling their loved ones that they were going to die mm-hmm. and that they would be missed that all seems normal one guy went live on facebook from how his laptop this, okay, that's okay, what okay. i was thinking too i was like how, the how fuck are they are you making doing calls this? Uh, through your laptop i i would imagine if you ordered 
GoGo in flight. Um, you can make calls through Facebook. Our my stepsister did it the other day. Yeah, but who orders GoGo in flight? I I I use it almost every goddamn flight. I hate it, but mm. I use it simply because I need it for business shit, okay. for work shit. So like, I I I'm one of those people who use it at all, all the goddamn time. I use it so much that I've had the same password and username for apparently ten years on there. Um, and when it popped up, like, uh, yeah, it's still the same shit. 10 years ago that's how long i've been using and, and it sucks too by the way i really want to stress how much gogo in flight fucking sucks you can't stream videos nope. um it's basically good enough for to check facebook um not with not with videos but uh like text on facebook in your emails maybe get some of the top stories can't watch anything or fucking Mm-mm. do anything so Mm-mm. um it's still a piece of shit like that which i don't understand so this guy and of course i have the footage of this guy on facebook and it's grainy as shit you uh. know because uh, he's got go-go on flight it's, ch- it's uh. Uh, barely working and he's like i'm about to die it's <laughs> a, we have an emergency landing we're going from new york to dallas my name is so-and-so and we're gonna die and all this shit and i was just like Holy God, what would you do? Like, what would you do, James? You would have an absolute an meltdown absolute. of epic proportion. That's your biggest nightmare, isn't it? It is. And I, but the thing is that I fly so much. Um, and I think about it every flight. I think about what would I do? I think about like, is this the time? Anytime there's a little shake, it's like, what would it be like? What would it, what would really happen? What would I say? What would I do? What, how would I feel? I have no idea. Well, I, like I, all I think about is like kid, the kid. Right. I mean, you couldn't, cause look, your technology is, has failed you for life and I'm fine with that. Like I, I've accepted that and I'm good with it. Get over it. I am. But here's what, here's why I'm saying this. You would ha- you couldn't call home. You would no no no. That's no. the thing. I would not be able to figure that out nope. in that amount of time. No, I I was scared to even Google how old. Who were you asking just now? Oh, somebody. No, no. You said who? How old is he? Forty. Jay Z. Yeah, Jay Z. You were saying how old he was. I was about to do a Google, and not I thought prayer. not. I'm not. I don't have enough time. Nope. I don't have enough time from now to the end of the show. No, not to not Google even close. it. So I didn't even try it. <laughs> so like that would be a panic how yeah. do i figure out how to call to like get somebody to like give the phone to either my son but the thing is like i travel with him a lot too so fuck that you imagine and having I, a child on here's that plane? the thing i have never had that thought or been scared of it until i had a kid really yeah before that it was like flying like it, there's something to like having you be the only one that would be impacted and your parents. Yeah. But they'll always be impacted. Right. But like, bef- once I had a kid and family, right. It's like, wh- what the shit you can't, you start worrying about stuff like that. People that don't, it's crazy to me. If we weren't traveling with a kid chance, cause chances are there's a good shot. I would have been on go, go in flight during this. Mm-hmm. I-, I think knowing what I know about go, go in flight, I know you can pop off one Facebook message text. You couldn't do the cool background, like where it's red or fucking. Would you make it a joke or no, would you be serious? I would be serious. And you wouldn't say bury me inside the Gucci store. N- no, 
No, Do, would that, you put that, it at the end? That's a given. That's a given. I wouldn't have enough time. Sure, sure, sure. Because sure, I, sure, I was sure, thinking sure. about that too. Like it, it, on that type of descent with all the chaos going on, mm-hmm. you're probably going to get one sentence off, and that's it. Um, I, I would, I would say goodbye to my my parents and my my child, and that's and hit send, and that that'd be about it. And me, nothing. No, well, you, no, no, you, no, you, no, you no, no, with, no, no, no. You probably no, be with cool, me. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. You probably be with me. So. Uh, you know, you come, Maybe. you come on a lot of these endeavors and we usually get like a babysitter or something. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I would, I would pop off that. That would be my final sentence and that would be it. And, uh, I've, I've like creepily thought about this before. Um, I think because of that movie where, uh, I, man, I asked the wrong person to find me a movie, but, um, the Paul Greengrass one where the, they were on that flight to, uh, uh, that crashed during 9-11 and they crashed into the ground in Pennsylvania, that field in Pennsylvania. There was a movie on it? Yep. Big okay. movie. Okay. Uh, did really well. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's cool for Director them. Director of uh, Born, Born Identity. Uh-huh. That's um, cool for them. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I have no way of finding it's, out. It's, it's literally called like Flight... <laughs> flight 581 or something? 1030 or whatever the fuck it was. Flight 580? <laughs> Jay-Z's 48 years old, by the way. I was able to find that before you. So proud of you. <laughs> Thanks. I just don't feel like fact checking today, you know. No, no. Um, um, but but uh, I, I can find the flight movie, James. I don't want to put you out today. <laughs> flight ninety three. I've had a rough day. Flight ninety three. Yes, flight ninety three. I found it too. I found it over here. Yep, United ninety three right is the name of the movie. Yep, United. That's what I was. Yep, you said you flight ninety three. I was gonna say it's United. United ninety three. So yeah. Um, but during that movie, uh, when I watched it. Uh, it, it struck me how you know people were calling their loved ones. Some were able to leave messages and all that shit. And um, yeah, you know, I, I was after that movie was over. I was like, what would I do? Uh, and I was thinking about what I typically do. And I'm like, I'm usually on go go in flight. It's the goddamn worst. And but I do know I can get off one text, you know, like one you know passable Facebook message. And because I, I was thinking about, it, I was like, man. Do I want it on Facebook or Twitter? Which which would I go to? And it's Facebook because I actually have real friends on there. Twitter, yeah. I, Twitter, I don't have mm-hmm. any real friends on there, and it's just pure hatred and evil. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's just like ugh, gross. Yeah. So I think Facebook would be would have be my preferred choice, and then boom, that's it. Uh, going live with the grainy video. I don't understand that, but weird, kind of creepy. Like I, the guy must not have known how much go go inflate sucks because you can't do have you have no video capabilities on right. shit like that. So, kind of kind of lost me on that one. Would um, you would you admit I've heard of people like after crashes like getting divorces or like you know what I mean? Like, would you admit something? Would you be like, would you have to get stuff off your chest? Probably not. You mean like Almost Famous where the guy was just like, I'm, I'm gay. gay. Uh, or like, I, I, I fucked your, your yeah, wife. Yeah, I just listened was. to this thing that was like uh, this, this couple got in a, a car or an airplane yeah. <laughs> crash. Not crash. They landed safely, but that same kind of thing, a scare where it was like the whole thing. You think you're going to die when they landed. He was like, I want a divorce. Like you... I, that's not no. what I think would happen, but I'm just saying like stuff like that where you're like, would you, you wouldn't change career paths, obviously you are doing what you want to do. I was but like, so, so you know. I, I was on a flight one time where I thought that I might die. Um, 
where the the flight attendant like hit the ceiling yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and and like everybody around me was just freaked out and like gripping the thing and all that shit and and uh uh i had had a few drinks at that point and uh maybe something else right um, right, 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 right but i remember this very clearly like this very clear-headed thought as all of this chaos was going around this is a commercial flight by the way like this i, I want to stress this this wasn't like a cessna or something you know small plane or whatever like i'm on a typical commercial flight and like i remember staring straight ahead and i was in the uh, like a window seat in um i wasn't i was in first class um mm-hmm. so i was really killing the drinks obviously mm-hmm. and i remember looking out the window and then staring straight ahead and the plane just kept going up and down and like all the shit and uh i just thought to myself i was like fuck this is this is the day this is it and i was like i, I remember just like going over this in my mind and i was like uh my computer had died mm-hmm. uh because there's no some of the planes have plugins some Wasn't of them this don't before i met you though um yes yeah yeah. yeah yeah um but the computer had died so like i had no i couldn't fire off anything it didn't have the phones on the back of the seats and mm-hmm. i was like I, I remember just having a real clear-headed conversation in my mind of like fuck this is the day um i can't say goodbye to anybody and i totally wasn't expecting it to be this way mm-hmm. and that was it i had I, I crushed the rest of this drink sure and uh and i smart i, I had oddly just accepted i'd accepted it like I, I just accepted that this was my death and that was it and um I, it was super strange like really like the, the the thoughts of everything else that go through your mind i was just like all right cool i've i've genuinely felt in my life that i have worked hard every single day to try to either do what i want or live the life i want to live um and for the most part i feel like like i've treated people fairly and all that other shit i also tell everyone all my best friends all my family that i love them after every single conversation I have with them. That's true. So I have no... So most people can say, like, the last time I talked to him, he said, I love you. I love you. I love you and too. it was ridiculous. And, you know, something, like, uh, you know, I, I don't think that there's... There wouldn't have been too many people, and, and that still holds true today, where uh, I would have been like, fuck that person or whatever. I, I would probably say the fuck that person list is probably on about three or four right now mm-hmm. where you know i don't look back at and there's nothing there's nobody i would have apologized to at this point right or wish i would have said something mm-hmm. um so yeah i i mostly feel at peace with all of that shit because i try to live my life like that but uh yeah i, I oddly have it planned out and mm-hmm. oddly like when it did happen in this moment i was like i i just accepted it and i was just like shit um the only thing i was wondering uh after that was am i going to go unconscious at a certain point because the the, yeah yeah the plane was dropping so much that Mm -hmm. i was just like am i just going to go unconscious or 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 am i going to know all the way to the end yeah like like, am i going to be awake Mm -hmm. and um a buddy of mine um jared oh fuck it i'll say it's jared Mm -hmm. um jared sent me a video of a guy who tried to kill himself in Mexico. He climbed up on the top of this water tower and he just jumped off like swan dive. Like Mm -hmm. he wanted to die arms and legs fully out and then 
boom, he smacked, hit the ground. And uh, I don't know if he died or not, but the guy was, somebody was filming it on their phone because mm-hmm. they were trying to talk him down. And I guess they didn't think he was going to jump and he did. And uh, th- like I, that guy all the way through impact, his eyes were open and he was looking. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> like, stop. Crazy. That's not right? funny. That's I, not it's, funny. it's not funny, <laughs> but, but you, I, you wonder things like that where the, uh, I watched this, a short film on the the flying man from the the 911 uh yeah uh, that the photo they just call talking. him the flying man yeah, you yeah, can yeah. google it and uh uh it's a guy who the, in, in this photo they've got him perfectly captured mm-hmm. at the moments where it looks like he's in total peace as he's jumping out of you know the 88th floor or whatever right. it is um of the building to to kill himself uh truthfully the guy had popped off a burst of like 90 photos and caught that one yeah, image yeah. of him peaceful. The rest of it, that descent was not peaceful whatsoever. And uh, uh, as they showed the other photos, you could see in that guy's eyes, like he was out. So I, I think he had blacked out or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I think adrenaline t- takes over or whatever. Yeah. And uh, if you're going to jump out. Yeah. yeah but, uh, but, uh, but I always, th- that's what I wonder in those that's I guess the last question I have during those situations. Like when we went skydiving, mm-hmm. when you're that high up like that, and we weren't as you know we weren't nearly at thirty five thousand feet or whatever it mm-hmm. was. Obviously, um, when you're when you're that high up like that and you're going down, but before you pull the chute, there's kind of a moment of where you're just awake through all of it, and you're like, fuck, you know. I, you're obviously awake through all of yeah. it, but you kind of wonder, like, if I, if I just kept going, like, would I be awake through this? I, th- I think that I would. Yeah. Oh, talk about nightmare. I think that I would be awake for that, where you're just like, shit, man, I'm going to mm-hmm. be awake for this whole fucking thing all the way down. Yeah. I would rather black out on the plane and then crash or whatever. I also think that the crash would be so violent. As soon as you hit, you would explode. So For sure. Ah. You hope. You know what I think, too, is, like, planes and, like early morning flights stuff like that like there's a lot of hungover people right Mm. there's a lot of people just like oh god get me home right 5 a.m or whatever time they had to wake up and i'm always like dude it would suck to die super hungover Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you like, know what I mean? Uh, like, like, have to deal with, like, those kind of emotions. Like, you can't right. even order a drink without feeling weird yeah. and awkward because you're just so hungover and weird. And, like, and, imagine having to, like, process. And that's the other part about it. Dying I think, at that point. Yeah, I think on that, that flight that, that I was discussing, like, I, I had had a few drinks. And I think it's Xanax, like, something like that. So, like, was that part of it, too? I don't I don't know. If I was in the back and hungover and fucking off like hating right hating life and you're like of course this would happen yeah yeah it's very much like i said kill me now i guess somebody listened when i when i opened my eyes this morning and had to get to this flight i think i said aloud kill me now kill me now yeah i didn't think i didn't think it would actually happen but here we go here we are um like how many times has that happened oh yeah were you just like millions on a plane yeah that flight back from Vegas every single time kill me now. <laughs> but uh, I, I, were, yeah. I, 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 after all of that was said and done, by the way, I thought to myself, a, a plane crash wouldn't be that, that bad of a, a way to die. 
<sighs> to me. Okay, to you. To me, it's if I'm liquored the up, worst. The worst. The if, worst. If I'm liquored up and we're free falling, like, all right, fuck it. Um, too much time to think about it. And that's, you know, my thing with like suicide and everything. There's too much time to process and think about it. Right. Like you want, I want something where it's impact, where you don't really know it's happening, where it's like all of a sudden you're, you're done. Could, if you have, what? Could you blow your brains out? No, the, no. That's okay. what I've said. Like, like suicide to me and I think to certain people just seems so unfathomable. Like because of the time that you have to think about it, because of the thoughts like that, that you can go back on it. Like th- those kind of things that mm-hmm. you can change your mind, that you can decide to do it and not those kind of things like are insane to me. It boggles my mind. And again, I've said before, like depression and there's real things that people deal with that, you know, make it so that they can't deal with life, I guess. But like that idea of being like, OK, here we go. Now I'm going to do it. And like. Be having that much resolve and that's the thing with the plane like you you feel it right you know something's wrong you feel people starting to get scared you feel like oh my gosh is this it like there's going to be so many different stages that you go through yeah until even you in first class like if it really did happen you would have had so much more time than that to actually process it happening i know you were like oh well i guess this is it but that didn't last that long it got back on track the turbulence stopped. It's whatever, right? You didn't actually have the whole situation right? of descent, knowing if you're going to crash into a mountain or water or whatever it is, right? hearing the captain, like try and be calm, but not being able to be calm, seeing the flight attendants run around like crazy people, like all of that to me is the nightmare. <laughs> and it would take so long. It's not quick. You don't just fall out of the sky. Yeah. It's a long descent to it's, your death. It's a long descent. I, and I pulled this guy up for you. We're only doing audio today. Um, uh, but I pulled this guy up. Here's his Facebook video for you. So you can. So he's got the mask. I oh, always wonder yeah. how that would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I've mean. I've never gotten the mask down. This, I, I, I'm going to, this is better quality than I anticipated. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's still shitty, but uh, you can definitely see him. And he's saying goodbye. <laughs> why are you laughing <laughs> like he didn't die he didn't die yeah um his name is marty martinez by the way which is that's uh, just a lot of a lot of marty's on that but uh <laughs> i'm gonna show you because this this just happened so like i'm gonna show you there's the engine that exploded holy shit you know what might have happened you know what sometimes they've grounded a couple planes i think in burbank because um these asian old asian ladies throw coins up into the up into the um engines for good luck <laughs> i'm not even joking you love you still love asians that's a lie. nope that's serious it's happened two times that i've heard of that wow. they've had to ground the plane and the, oh 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 sorry it's for no good luck it's way. for good luck before you you know go on a flight or something like that Oh my gosh, you're he's showing me footage, you guys. I'm showing you, can't you see. somebody else has got a cause somebody else and you can find this on, on Facebook or whatever, but but somebody has the moment where the, the fucking shit erupted and all the all the the uh, cords came down, the uh, 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 uh the oxygen mask. I don't wanna ceiling. know. I don't wanna know. 
Um, I don't want to know what that's like. Fuck, man. This is intense. Oh, Jay- yeah, good, James, is your worst nightmare? Good rock. <laughs> good rock. <laughs> good rock. I have a happy flight. <laughs> uh, I want to switch gears to uh, this, this fucking uh, witch hunts of this, this Russia trial, by the way. I saw the most hilarious images from this today that, that just uh, um, really, really got, really got to me. So Mueller's going after Trump for this Russia thing. They they don't have anything. N- nobody's got anything. Right. So I think this is my this is my personal feeling and all this shit because it's gotten so ridiculous now. Mm-hmm. I think because Trump embarrassed the FBI by saying they were a shit show. Yeah. They're, the the FBI is now just being like, great, we're just going to just go after like embarrassing facts about your life. Uh, with like the Stormy Daniels thing, yeah, we all know he fucked the porn star, and, sure, and paid her off. Yeah, uh, yeah. again, not surprising. Um, I'm sh- I'm sure every president has. Yeah, we know dating back to JFK, they have at least with Marilyn Monroe and all that shit. Yeah, we don't we don't condone, but we don't shame. No, don't I don't really care. I mean, it's uh, great. It's your own fucking life. Do what you want. Um, he's got to deal with Melania, so yeah, eh, his fucking problem, not mine. Right. Um. They raided Trump's lawyer, and they found out Cohen or whatever. Yeah, they, uh, Michael Cohen. They found out that he's got. They had a like a third like hidden clients, and it was I guess Hannity was revealed. It was Sean Hannity, mm-hmm. but there's so far no legal documentation on this. Uh, so so I, whether that's true or not, we have no idea. And um, uh, I would imagine if it was, you know, shit's going to come out about it, but. Mm-hmm. What what are we doing with that anymore? Like, why why are we raiding offices and all of this shit? Like, there, there, if there if there's nothing on Russia and you're just going after embarrassing facts, like, I, I, what 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 are we doing? One, two. Uh, Stormy Daniels came into the court because the they, like the pretrial shit started. Mm-hmm. She showed up. Mm-hmm. Ultimate troll move, by the way. Yeah. She showed up for the hearing because sure. anybody can walk in from the public if you want to. Oh God! She was one of them, dressed to the nines, mm-hmm. really riding this thing out. By the way, um, um, yeah, till the nth of the 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 world. I don't know who's bankrolling it, but it definitely isn't her. She didn't make that kind of money in her career because she's still stripping on the side, and she she her last gig was over the weekend, uh, right next to Mar-a-Lago. Oh my God! Yeah, so they're paying her like these huge appearance fees to come and strip. Um, why I'm even talking about this today is in her 60 minutes piece where she said a man came up to me in the garage and said, stop, stop harassing Trump and just let this go, mm-hmm. which is why she claimed she signed this NDA in the first place. Mm-hmm. She had a sketch artist um, recreate this man right. who came up to her in the garage. I highly implore you to go and look up this man. Okay. It looks identical to Tom Brady. <laughs> I've never she laughed wishes, yeah. this hard in my life. Mm-hmm. It was just like a really good looking white man came up and told you this who looked like a young Tom Brady from 2011. The sketch is almost identical. And um, what does Cohen look like? Uh, Cohen, the lawyer? Yeah. Uh, no. Typical, you know, typical lawyer. Nothing. Not, not like, uh, you know, dead, decent looking, looking uh-huh. uh, decent looking. Nothing. Does the sketch look like him? Does the sketch look like Cohen? Yeah. No. Okay. Um, uh, it looks exactly, I'm going to show it to you. looks exactly like Tom Brady. Oh, it really does. Or like um, <laughs> He's Damon. even wearing like a hoodie. 
Um, Looks like Damon too. Uh, yeah, yeah, like a young Matt Damon. <laughs> no, Damon played for Boston and then Yankees. Oh, Johnny Damon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, or, or 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 Matt Damon. Sure, um, <laughs> same. Yeah, same these. When it comes to sketches, right? So when I pop, when I saw that pop up on the gym, I thought they were just showing a sketch of Tom Brady again. The NFL draft uh, is was coming up today. Was actually the day that Tom Brady got drafted. Um, Back in the day. Okay. And I thought they were celebrating that because I saw it on ESPN. By doing a sketch of him? Yeah, (laughs) because there's there's an infamous photo um, that they used to do. And I don't know if they do this anymore because it seems very like 18th century, like slave, Mm -hmm. slavish, where they would make all of the players strip down to their underpants, take photos of them, their body. Mm-hmm. All parts of their body and all of their like their hands stretched out or whatever. So you have this embarrassing photo of Tom Brady out there of when he came out of college because he was shitty in college for Michigan. Right. He came out. Um, they said he wasn't draftable. They said he, he was not going to be a good quarterback and all of this shit. And they were like, man, his body type is weak. His, his, and so they have these pictures of him from the draft. Got it. Every year. During the draft time, which is going on now, they bring up these fucking pictures of Tom Brady mm-hmm. just standing there like this. And it's just like a child's body. It looks like a, you know, a, a, like a sixth grader's body. And you're like, oh, my God. And the, and every year they say the same thing. Never forget. This guy went to, went on to become the greatest quarterback right. of all time. And it's this shitty picture. So I was like, oh, well, maybe they're doing a sketch of that image from. Weird. From that, yeah, and I was like, you know, all right, cool, because it's like the twenty year anniversary or whatever, yeah. and I was just like, ah, I, I guess maybe that's what they're doing. I don't fucking know. Stupid. And then, then they stupid, I, yeah. <laughs> You're so and then dumb. I, I kept following it down the line. I was like, wait a minute, this is on. This is on. Maybe they had a CNN courtroom now. Maybe they had a fun little segment where they did a courtroom sketch. Glad you brought that up. <laughs> Glad you brought that up. Um, when Tom Brady went to court for Deflate Gates. Oh, that's right. That's right. They had. That that awful sketch of him yeah, then yeah, yeah. and so they on cnn they put that sketch and then this sketch oh. side by side on cnn wow and they were like do you guys notice any similarities between these two Boy. sketches that they both look like to-? and i was just like oh my god and wasn't tom brady like in with trump back in the day he's still they're still bros oh okay him the owner uh okay. the coach okay they're all bros with trump maybe they sent brady <laughs> <laughs> what? Be so great, so great. Because who would believe her? Yeah. Oh, Tom Brady came. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Tom Brady came to tell you to leave Trump alone. Sure, Stormy Daniels. See you at the strip club. The fact that this is now eating up the news cycle on every, I mean, every media outlet. Nobody's like, talking about Syria. No. Um. There's a whole thing nope. today. I was waiting for like the New York Times. It was like the day for them because they haven't been covering it. I'm like, you gonna do a thing on it? Nope. They no. did a thing leading up. Nope. Nothing. So nothing. Bomb in Syria. Nothing. Doesn't even register. No. Um. All they care about is this fake Russia investigation, which is going nowhere. And now we're on like I don't know a year on this fucking thing. Um. Again, I don't care. I, I don't care. I'm done with with caring about Russia. Done with caring about her emails, all this shit. Like, just is there? There's got to be something else interesting, right? Um, no, and they have nothing. And you know, for Trump, uh, you know, he bombed Syria. That was a big deal. With 
with the turmoil that the media recreates or produces every day, uh, that just seemed like another Friday night at the J-O-B, you know, the bombing of Syria, because that, that was gone the next day. Right. And now you're back to the Stormy Daniels Russia thing. And like, you know, it, Hannity may be the third client. I, great. I don't give a fuck who the, who's the lawyer's clients are. What does Hannity have to do with Russia? What does any of this have to do with Russia? Porn stars, hidden mistresses, all this shit. I don't care. What does it have to do with, with Russia? Right. Like, find something, then I'll care. Otherwise, if it's just about porn and shit, like, now you're just creating salacious news stories just to do it, to keep right. everything going, which, in turn, if that's what is going on, then, I mean, look, Trump really is keeping everybody in jobs. I mean, fucking A. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> It's it's phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, it is phenomenal. Um, no time in history have I ever seen anything like this, and uh, it makes me worried for whoever goes in after Trump because I, everybody's out of a motherfucking job at that point. Yeah. Did you watch the Comey interview at all? I did. Yeah. Same shit bag. Same that, shit. Same shit bag that it's. Uh, you know, he's making money off it too. He's making money off so it too. Really, Everybody's everyone's making money making off of money Trump. Money off this. Uh, After uh, on one guy, like mm-hmm. it's amazing what a meal train he is um, for a lot of people. And I, I look at it like, uh, like, like almost like Floyd Mayweather in, in a sense. Because I was trying to think of like how many. Floyd Mayweather, they said his entourage has got like 120, 140 people in it that he has, that he's paying for on staff. Mm-hmm. Like 60 of them are more than six figures, I guess, like security guards and all that other shit. And I'm like, fuck, that's a lot of motherfuckers to pay for. Yeah. LeBron's got a, you know, his LeBron entourage. He's got about 14, 15 that roll with him. It's still a decent payroll to keep. But then, you know, Papa Trump, like shit, all of these news. Outlets, I mean, not only on camera, but but prints and all of this shit, like, it is dead. If, an, if a normal president comes in after that, you're fucked. Yeah. You're absolutely fucked. Because they're going to have to try and find something else on you. I, I guess. To keep themselves, right? I, but what else is there? Like, you know, you, you go on, like, you have Coachella and all that other shit, and, uh, but like, you know. The NFL draft is coming up, base baseball season. There's not really a lot of news unless you have a, a president. Mm. Um, there's not really a lot of news. So I, I, what are you spinning to keep anymore? Like the fact that this sketch of a Tom Brady lookalike was the top story on CNN today. Um, fuck me, man. I venture to say even Michelle Obama's book wouldn't do as well if a different, if someone else had been 100%. elected. Um. <clears throat> Yeah, I Obama uh, should be thanking. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanking Trump. Shit, cuz her book everyone her loves bo- him now. Yeah, her book's going to skyrocket. Well, they I don't it's not the people love Obama. Um it's no, the, it's, but there it's was the a... people who voted for him love him even more because it's, right. he's not in there. So it's not it's not normal people who love him, you know. Republicans still don't love Obama. Right. No, no, no. Um but the people who did vote for him and and loved him. They love him even more, and they're only going to eat up and buy all of their shit. Like, right. And I'll put it to you this way, and this is real fucking talk. Like um, Michelle Obama's book comes out in November with Penguin. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and Matt's book comes out. Uh, well, I mean, we don't know because we're waiting for the DOD to clear it. But uh, I can tell you this: we're steering clear. If if they cleared it tomorrow, the DOD clears it. I'm, we're steering clear of November, of November, December, December, and and January because that's going to be. 
my opinion, it'd probably be number one it. for at least, you know, three months, probably. Yeah. yeah. Just because of uh, the, the people who are just like, oh, I fucking love them. They're so great. I Actually, I don't know. It'd be a fun little contest for the listeners. I, I don't Here's know. The deal. Yeah, I know. It's like. I don't know that you could beat that because yeah, you, you take that rough. Fire and Fury book that came out. Mm-hmm. Yet, yet another one. I mean, shit. That guy made. Trump made that guy a fucking multimillionaire. Yeah. Um, he sold so many copies. I think somebody said he cleared somewhere in the 22 to 24 million neighborhood, that guy, um, off of that book. Shit. And uh, when I was, last time we were out in LA, I saw it at, you know, every coffee table fucking event oh, I was at where I was just like. in LA. There was a copy of it and I was like, fuck, man. Even that he made Trump, uh, Trump made that guy a gajillionaire. Fuck, mm. if tr- Trump tweeted out one of my books, I'd be a fucking gajillionaire overnight. Right. Um. So, hey, I, I, I don't know. Uh, the other story that's going on is the Starbucks story. What of it? Um, they, you know, they, they got popped for, uh, they arrested a couple black dudes at a Philadelphia Starbucks. And um, they were waiting on a white friend. Okay. And they said they couldn't wait and they had to order something. Uh, they ended up calling the cops on them and uh, had them arrested. Uh, for trespassing or loitering or whatever. And they were like, man, we're literally waiting on a friend. And uh, th- there's been a huge, huge backlash against Starbucks for doing this and not doing something about it. And th- they you know, were like, look, you should at least fire the employee who did this. Um, they didn't a- as of yet. So I- the, this, this, let me get the scene right so a couple of black guys go into a starbucks they don't buy anything they're waiting they sit at one of the tables correct and just sit there yep not buying anything for how long uh 20 minutes 30 minutes they're waiting for they're waiting for a friend yeah but you still you buy you buy something when you go in and then you wait for your friend no on this like because i've i've been on that route too where it's uh I personally feel weird going into a business and not buying something for 30 minutes. If if I'm waiting on somebody, but it depends like how, how late your friend is or whatever. Like coffee to me is something that I wait for with people because if you're not drinking it with them, it's like, you're not getting another, I'm not getting another cup of coffee. Go ahead. Um, So I'm, I'm with that. And look, everybody's bitched. There's been a, you know, protest outside the store and and like fucking okay. The the backlash on Starbucks has been swift. Of like, hey man, yeah, this is really fucked up. I get um, that. So they just an- announced under pressure because people are like, I'm boycotting Starbucks. Um, a lot of people, and it's been a thing. And I saw it on uh, Joe Rogan's uh, feed on Instagram today too. Okay. And uh, he this there was a black comedian who posted something that was really fucking hilarious that like genuinely made me laugh out loud today that I was like oh my god this is this is perfect and they were like well, what's the response going to be because they're so late to this now mm-hmm. and they were also late to that uh stupid fucking refugee thing last year right where they said they were going to hire 10,000 refugees and then you know black rifle got into it with them publicly mm-hmm. they were going to hire 10,000 uh veterans and it says now this just popped up that on the afternoon of, of May 29th, they're going to shut down uh, all 8,000 Starbucks stores in America for a racial bias education day. Um, that's what they're going to do for that. So okay. 175,000 employees will be attending the program. Uh, I, to me, Starbucks, 
with the free Wi-Fi and all of that shit, they've been encouraging God, people just loiter there. Yeah, and they've been encouraging that forever because they want some. They want people to to buy their shit because you're hanging out there for so long. I've been in that position at Starbucks, right? Where I'm either meeting somebody who's fucking late. In LA, I can't tell you how many times. Coffee mm-hmm. is one of those things I don't want to drink without somebody else because one once they do get there, then they're drinking coffee. I'm not drinking coffee. I usually Weird. end up You're getting like, an can extra. We just get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I I don't then I usually end up drinking another cup and then I'm off the fucking rails at that point. Sure. And um the other part about it is every time I go into a Starbucks, it's usually in LA because I only buy black rifle and it's shipped to my house. So there's no need for me to go to a coffee shop yeah. here. because uh, I get it I get it posted i mean i get it sent to my house every every goddamn month there's just no need for me to do it but every time i go to one i'm usually in la and people are fucking camped out all goddamn yeah. day um i'm gonna bring up the, i'm gonna tell you who this comedian is uh his name is ian edwards oh yeah he's a oh you know mm-hmm. black comic really funny um he posted a picture of himself outside of pete's coffee <laughs> okay with a coffee and uh he said, <laughs> with this, this, <laughs> this picture of him drinking Pete's coffee, said, this could have been us, Starbucks, but you want to go around arresting black men like they're sitting at a Woolworths counter in 1960. Yeah. Which is hilarious. <laughs> uh, you arrested them for sitting in a place uh, that you made for people for sitting, which is yeah, true. You true. encourage people with the free Wi-Fi because yep. that, that's what lures you in of like, hey, you don't have to buy anything. Just come in and hang out. And if you want to buy something, great. Well, they do. Yeah. You don't um, have to buy something. And then he says, he goes on to say, Ian Edwards, this is really fucking funny. I've seen a white dude set up a home entertainment system in Starbucks, <laughs> invite people over to watch the Super Bowl while having Papa John's delivered, and he didn't get arrested. That's <laughs> so true. <laughs> I met a tax guy at a Starbucks one time with his <laughs> whole office set up. Everyone knew him. It was literally like, and I waited online for his services at a Starbucks. So went online for the coffee, yeah. then went yep. to the line for his office yep. inside the Starbucks. Yep. Um, and he was not arrested. No, no, no. no. And, none of these and I think people he had are. the same like old coffee cup that he just kept getting refilled for like 50 yep. cents. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And um, I, I was thinking to myself, like every time I'm in one in L.A., there's like 30 people set up that are doing, they're running their whole business out of there. I've also seen, um, this happened to me the last time I was in LA, the last trip I was out there, every table was taken with a free Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. So a guy parked right up next to the door, like his, he found the, the spot yeah. right in front of the door yeah. and was just sitting in his car using mm-hmm. their free Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fucking A. Yeah. My, my whole thing with, with this uh, the free Wi-Fi issue and and luring using that to lure people into Starbucks or Panera. Panera is another one. Yes. That 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 does it is. I don't like it. I, I don't. I enjoy it if I'm in there and I buy something. But I think you should have to buy something first. Mm-hmm. And this is look. They can go and change the rules because then 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 this would end all of this. Is I think you should have to buy something first. Hold on to your receipt. Then go and use your free Wi-Fi. Because otherwise, like, dude, as a common customer, when I go in to, to Starbucks and I have to, or Panera, 
if it's fucking packed in there with people with, you know, computers doing business like your tax guy, mm-hmm. treating treating it like it's their own business <laughs> yeah. and their own office, I'm annoyed by that where it's like, man, yeah. I can't sit down or find a place mm-hmm. or you have no wait to no place to wait for your order or sit down for your order because there's 90 million small business owners, yeah. on, you know, entrepreneurs mm-hmm. who are camped out in Starbucks all goddamn day. I would like to see all of it change. I think that would help Starbucks's rules. When I, I got Panera's the address rules. on the card, I was like, so wait, next to it, above it? <laughs> nope. Nope. Inside right the inside Starbucks. it. Right inside it. Oh, I didn't know. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, you're right inside yeah. that motherfucker. Yeah, you're fuck, cozying fuck them. Fuck them for up sure. in there. I mean, and. Starbucks is so busy. It's like, how did you have time to fucking eyeball these guys for 20 minutes? You know, you're busy. I, yeah. You're supposed to be making drinks. Uh, it, it's, oof. it's it's crazy to me. Absolutely fucking crazy. Uh, with that, that'll get, that'll bring us to the revolutionary figure of the day. Shall we? We shall. Today's revolutionary figure of the day. I'm going to throw this one out to Harry Anderson who passed away. Oh, that's right. Yesterday. Um, who was uh, best known for the, the role of uh, Judge Harry Stone on a uh, night court. Yep. A night court was a, uh, I was a kid, but I remember it. And um, I used to, I used to watch it all the time with my Me parents too. and uh, it, it was good. He was always really fucking funny. And I, I didn't know that he was, you know, also like a, a highly skilled magician. Yeah. Um, so I read. <laughs> Yeah, which always, which kind of always creeps me out, but uh, sure. I guess he stayed true to the game according to his magician friends. Oh, okay. And his magician friend um, was uh, uh, Lemony Snicket. Who's the guy that's uh, Doogie Howser? Oh, oh, yeah. You know his real name, right? Doogie Howser's real name? Yeah. Um, Neil Patrick Harris. Neil Patrick Harris. Harris. Yep, you're perfect. Neil Patrick Harris. Um, he said he had just <laughs> bought like some, ma- he's a big magician as well. He is. And he said he just bought some oh. some items off of <laughs> of Harry Anderson the other day. And I was just like, "What?" He, um, um, it was in Asheville. He died. Yeah, li- yeah, Close lived in North Carolina. Here, yeah, uh, I get it. Move out of move out of there, and, and uh, just if you're going to tricks. Asheville, yeah, just... if you're going to Asheville, you really want to get off the map, off the grid. Oh yeah, and you I, maybe want to do some magic on the streets. Yeah, I I look. We we like Asheville. It's fun. Yeah, it's sweet. Um, but it is definitely you moving to Asheville. Like you're you're going off the grid. Off the grid. You're going hippie town. Yeah, and uh, like I'm sure he had a a big place up there and all, and all of that shit. But um, he was always really funny, and I, I don't I don't know his his story. Why why he uh, he just bounced. Yeah. After that, magic. I guess the allure. I guess uh, I find it. I mean, because we we had this conversation on a show last week where I was just like, man, I guess if you have one iconic role and you're good with it and you're massively rich, uh, do you just walk away? He did. Um, nice. Live a normal life. Yeah, lived a normal life, and and he never really came. He only came back for like it said. Only came back for like three appearances on TV after that, and wow. it was because they were like really close friends of his, but. Other than that, he just did not. So hmm. uh, I respect it. It's it's crazy, cool, and weird. I, I I would always be curious of that answer, though. We have to give a shout out to Ermy as well, if we're gonna. Arlie Ermy. Arlie Ermy. Yeah. Right. We 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 can. I I I'm, I I have my 
my mixed story about Arlie Hermia, obviously. What? Yeah. Um, I think people that listen to the show really love him. I, I, then I'll tell the story because maybe they don't know this story. But um, I, we, we heavily lobbied to try to get Arlie Ermey mm-hmm. um, for range 15. And um, he said no. Uh, not only did he say no m- multiple times, but then he went on a, a show and uh, uh, somebody asked him like on a live feed or something like, why didn't you do the movie? And he, he said the script sucked. So mm. uh, I, I'm, I, I'm mixed because I, I Arlie Ermey was fucking awesome. He seemed like an awesome dude. He seemed like an awesome actor. Uh, the, 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 the part that I find I, I found odd was and I after he died, I went through my emails to see the last correspondence I had. Mm-hmm. And it was with his manager. He's had the same manager for like 30 years, something like crazy. Right. And they're best buddies and, and they go, they went hunting and shooting all this stuff together. Um, uh, in the email, it said, hey, you know, even before, like when we gave him the offer and took it to him, he was just like, hey, he is super adamant about not playing any military characters oh, okay. and all this other shit anymore. And I was like, all right. But, you know, this is the first time that it's actual veterans funded this movie and are in this movie and starring in this movie and all this shit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, would he bend it for that? And it was one day. So it was, a, it was a one day shoot. And I just said, look, it's one day I'll give you, um, fuck man. I think we offered him, I think it was $20,000, okay. which was a lot of money for one day. Right. Um, just to come in and, you know, uh, and he said no. And mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't have a reason why until that live thing went up and, uh, right. uh, then I saw it and I was like, shit, that, that fucking sucks. Like, and, and also, what do you care at this point? Like, yeah. what, what does it matter? Um, but I, I guess it did to him. Uh, Sean Astin ended up coming in and doing the role. Got it. But, uh, and Sean was great to work with. And, 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 you know, look, you were there on set that day. I think the total hours were like five hours. Yeah, it was easy. Five or six hour shoot that day. Yeah. Like, uh, for that character, it was, it was in and out. So it was always strange to me. But when he passed, um, you know, that was the first thing that went through my mind was just, I was just like, shit, man. Cause that, that also would have been his last role hmm. and it would have been in range 15, which Dang. has become pretty iconic in the military yeah. s- space. Um, so yeah, I, I mixed with that one. Cause I, I look, he was fucking awesome. Um, in his movies and like s- him and saving Silverman, by the way, like, Oh yes. was one of my end all be alls, obviously. Yeah. 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 Um, forget about you know, Full Metal Jack and all this shit. But yeah, like yeah, to, yeah. Uh, uh, Saving Silverman, like it was great. Did you snuff her out? Um, yeah. <laughs> so he would look. He was a great actor by all accounts. He was a great man, and um, at, you know, at, there was a million photos like with him online after he passed away. He was always gracious and took photos and was it was always polite and I, yeah. I guess nice to everybody. So. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm sorry to, just to hear about that. But uh, yeah, my one experience with him was uh, okay. odd, to okay. say the least. Like, I, 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 I didn't picture another veteran turning down that movie. Yeah. Um, and I had a, you look, we also had another negative experience with a veteran actor in that movie. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it was Rob Riggle. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't know. That, that was one that, 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 was, that has always puzzled me. Yeah. Which, you know, I, who cares if he didn't like the script at that point? Um, right. I think he was, you know, uh, what was it, two, three years ago? She was probably 71, yeah. 72. It's mm-hmm. like, 
you know, if you were Clooney and you were holding out for an Oscar movie or something like that, and you want to do Range 15, fine. Um, True. But, you know, at that point, it's like, why not help some, some vets helping vets? But, nah, it is what it is. Uh, but Harry Anderson, I'm still giving him the rev fig of the day. Uh, I like his whole jam and his whole shit. Oh, yeah. And uh, that's it, James. All right, man. Yeah. Proud of you today. Good talk. Yeah, real good talk. Yeah, man. We had a nice... We had a nice... Good chat together. Fireside. Chat together. (laughs) (laughs) Enjoy the day, people. Stay off the planes if you can. Oh, God. uh, uh, Just know if you're in the friendly skies and you're sitting next to me, don't grab my arm for sympathy. Oh, good rock. Good rock. I'm preparing for all my day. Yeah, good rock. Good rock. <laughs> oh, it's just a little bit of good rock. If that ends up being the cause for this this plane crash, James, no. I will I will I will say a thousand sorries on the next show. <laughs> no, they're looking for it now. It happens, so they look for it. They ground the planes. All right, we'll see. Look it up. I dude. will. I'm gonna Go- I'm gonna Google it, dude. Yeah, I'm gonna dig more into this and then get back to you in the do, next episode. Do uh, for Jesse Wiseman. I am Ross Patterson. This is the Revolution. Good night, everyone. Good night. Thank you.